Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Addicts Podcast. My name is Mung Sung, and unfortunately my co-host Los is unavailable for a brief period of time due to a conflict with his real job, saving some lives out there. Uh, so I'm going to be finishing out a few episodes of our Quick Snap series uh, solo here. Today we're going to discuss the Indianapolis Colts. And whenever we speak about the Colts, of course, we have to start with Andrew Luck. Uh, arguably the best quarterback, uh, at least for fantasy, I think that with the loss of Jordy Nelson, uh, he definitely has separated himself a little bit even from Aaron Rodgers. To me, Luck is a no-brainer number one quarterback. Um, you know, last year he had almost 4,800 yards, 40 touchdowns, and 16 interceptions. Uh, I don't see any reason that these would uh, go down at all, at least not materially. Uh, for me, it's a pretty easy... Uh, if Andrew Luck is there in the third round, go ahead and grab him. As for his backup, Matt Hasselbeck, we don't really need to discuss that much. Um, if Andrew Luck goes down, the Colts are kind of screwed. So let's talk about his receiving weapons a little bit. Um, T.Y. Hilton, for me, uh, I understand there are some concerns that with Andre Johnson in town um, and the development of both Philip Dorsett and Dante Moncrief, that Hilton may see a smaller share of the targets. However, for me, that is not a very big concern because although he may see uh, fewer targets, I think that the addition of those weapons in the passing game is actually going to uh, help take coverage off of him a little bit. Uh, for me, T.Y. Hilton is still a top 15 wide receiver. I'm not too worried about that. Um, as for the new addition from the Houston Texans, Andre Johnson may be getting up there in age. However, Andrew Luck is the best quarterback that he's ever had a chance to play with. Um, I fully expect his receiving numbers to stay about the same and his touchdowns to go up from when he was in Houston. Uh, for me, Andre Johnson is just inside my top 20 wide receivers. Um, I would have no issues with anyone taking him in rounds four, five, six, whenever you may get him. Um, again, the age is a little bit of a concern, but I do think that playing with a prolific quarterback like Andrew Luck is going to actually help Andre Johnson's numbers this year. Um, I don't think that he is going to fall off the cliff just yet. <clears throat> As for the number three wide receiver job, um, personally, I think that while Dante Moncrief is you know, a specimen in terms of physicality and talent, um, he is still a little bit raw, and I'm not sure that um, they're necessarily going to hand him that number three job. I do think they traded up to get Philip Dorsett for a reason, um, and I do think that Dorsett may actually have edged out Moncrief for that number three job. He's shown 
uh, you know, great skills in the preseason so far, and he's definitely a great deep threat as well to complement T.Y. Hilton. Um, for me, uh, neither of these guys is worth drafting except as a lottery ticket late, perhaps in the 11th, 12th, 13th rounds. Um, for me, there's just it's uncertain uh, right now how their playing time is going to get split between those guys. Um, and of course, we can't forget about the tight ends who also catch a fair number of passes from Andrew Luck. Uh, and Dwayne Bowe and Kobe Fleener are both very, or I'm sorry, Dwayne Allen and Kobe Fleener, um, you know, kind of shared the targets last year. But as a complete tight end, I think that Dwayne Allen has the edge in blocking. And as a result, he may see the field a lot more than Kobe Fleener this year. Uh, you have to recall that uh, Allen was actually hurt for quite a few games last year. And that's when Kobe Fleener really burst onto the scene. Um, the other thing is Kobe Fleener has always shown a propensity to drop wide open catches. Um, and I do think that while he and Luck played together at Stanford, uh, and they do have a very good rapport, um, Fleener is not the better tight end. Uh, if I had to take a shot, I would take Dwayne Allen later. Um, I do think that he is going to be the more worthwhile fantasy tight end. However, Fleener is definitely a name to monitor if, <clears throat> excuse me, if Dwayne Allen were to get hurt again, which he does seem to have sort of an injury-prone tag at this point in his career. So let's talk about the running game a little bit. Um, Frank Gore, I think, if he stays healthy, is going to be a low-end running back one. Uh, this is a guy who's averaged more than 1,000 yards per season. Um, he has had a crazy career in San Francisco, and to me, they foolishly let him go um, because I'm not sure if Carlos Hyde is quite ready yet to take over the reins there. However, um, despite Gore's age, he has not fallen off the cliff at all in terms of his stats. Um, he is still uh, has a very good yards per carry, um, and more importantly, he's durable. He has not missed many games over the last few seasons, if any. Um, and actually, I think that he is one of the quote-unquote safer running backs that you can take in round three just because his upside in that um, Indianapolis Colts offense is sky high. Um, if you look at the stats, Ahmad Bradshaw had six or eight touchdowns receiving uh, over the span of five, six games, and um, there's no reason why Gore wouldn't be able to match something along those lines. At the same time, he is a great between-the-tackles runner. Um, I think that he is going to be a three-down back. Uh, you know, He'll be spelled by Dan Heron, or Josh Robinson, or whoever, but I think that he is going to be essentially in a bell cow uh, running back role on one of the best offenses in the NFL right now. For me, he is a clear target in round three, and if he falls for whatever reason, uh, I would grab him as soon as you can. Um, as for the backup role, as of right now, I do believe that Dan Heron is the number two guy in Indy. Uh, however, uh, we'll have to see what happens with the shoulder injury that he suffered. Um, but then again, all of the running backs behind Frank Gore are injured right now in one way or another. Uh, as of right now, when you're drafting, I would not reach for any of these handcuffs. Um, I don't know that there even is necessarily a handcuff to Frank Gore uh, if he were to get hurt. 
I do think it would be some sort of committee that would involve both Heron and Robinson. So that leaves us with the Colts defense. Um, while I do think that Monte Davis is a very good cornerback, um, the Colts have shown that they have a lot of holes both on the defensive line and in the secondary. Um, you know, they I do think that that's part of the reason that their offensive skill position players uh, have such fantasy value because a lot of times uh, the the Indianapolis Colts are going to need to win games via shootouts, and I don't think that you necessarily want their defense on your fantasy roster. So that is going to wrap up the Indianapolis Colts. And as always, thank you for listening. We always appreciate you taking the time. Uh, if you have any questions, you can reach us on Twitter. I am at FFA underscore Mung. That's M-E-N-G. And you can reach my co-host, Los, at FFA underscore Los, L-O-S. And you can reach our fantastic producer, Dan, at FFA underscore Dan. It's a fantasy world, and we're all just addicts in it. Thanks, guys.